2: Yeah, hear we are. Wait for me, well, I'm tagging behind, aren't I? Because I've got a toe injury. It's your fault. I've
3: got to say, I I really feel so sorry about that because, you know, I just wanted a cuddle. Yeah, well, I was going to
2: say, next time you want a cuddle, will you stand up and get off the chair and not wheel it over my toe? We're the Speakmans, married couple, life change therapists, authors and TV therapists. I'm also a sucker for some good traditional Polish food. And when I'm not cooking up a storm, we show people how to conquer all kinds of anxiety disorders like eating disorders, phobias, OCDs and panic attacks.
3: This is the place where you'll hear what others have overcome, our approach and a bit of clever theory too so that you'll be able to make a change in your life. So go on. Now's the time to grab a drink and a biscuit. This is making the change. Do you know what? I can't believe when I did that. How you couldn't even speak could you? It's like it's like you're in a vacuum. It was.
2: It was. I couldn't. <laughs> oh, I, honestly, I couldn't I speak so at all. But yeah. Do you know what? It's just throbbing and it's got a kind of a heartbeat of its own. But there is just but, some.
3: But it's not the first time, is it? Let's be honest. Remember in Hollywood. I do. But the, the Hollywood uh, version was uh, was down to alcohol, let's be honest. Well, I'd had I'd
2: maybe one or two yeah. um, too many cocktails.
3: So I think we'd had a meeting in Hollywood, haven't we? We'd met someone, we'd been out for a meal, had a few drinks, came back, and then the next thing, you sent a text to Liv. In fact, Liv, Liv have you got that text off your mum? Yeah,
2: I do, do You know, like
3: the... yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah no, we came in and you just like sat on the sofa at the side of us, but we were all just sat inside. I never said
3: anything. Yeah. And you just
2: got your phone and just started texting, like <laughs> texting me and Dad, but not not telling us. And hang on, hang on. Okay, you wrote, "Dear family, I have broken my middle toe. I am never going out drinking with you again. Love, Eva." <laughs> brackets, A.K.A. Mum. P.S. I'm smashed, but my toe is definitely broken. <laughs>
3: Oh Why didn't way. you just tell us? I oh. don't
2: know, no, because I didn't want Hunter to know that I'd had a too few many cocktails. And what I was actually right. doing was I went in to get changed and put my PJs on and I went into the bedroom and I, I walked into the bedpost at speed. And so then broke my toe. But well. anyway, enough of Toegate. Um... Uh, well,
3: actually, before we finish on Toegate, I don't know if you know. <laughs> no, this is, true story. This is a guy in uh, in Portugal that actually chopped his toe off and he went into the hospital, and they, and they couldn't save his toe, but they, uh, they give him a prosthetic toe, and it was a rubber one. And you won't believe it. Do you know what he's called? No. Roberto.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's quite good.
3: You fell for that, me? didn't you? Yeah, yeah, that's
2: quite good. Do you know what? It's, it's funny, though, because if you remember when I broke my toe, I was convinced I'd broken it, but obviously we just didn't have time for me to go and check it out and I was like have I broke it have I not and it was only when we got home I just thought I really need to know I went obviously to get an x-ray and that's when they told me yeah you completely cracked it, it yeah. right broke it right across but I do remember that feeling of have I haven't I and I was so curious and I wanted to be certain I just needed to know and it's funny that talking of certainty I suppose that the impact Needing certainty has in our lives because obviously we've got six human needs so certainty being the main one because that's like our comfort blanket our knowledge our security
3: but ultimately certainty and our need to know is the foundation of every choice that we make
2: yeah no it is everything
3: the search for certainty affects how we face life how we approach work I Maintain relationships and everything we do, even as a parent. But, but we
2: want that. I think we underestimate how certainty impacts everything in our life. So it's things like your income, your mortgage, friendships, relationships, starting school, changing school, starting a new job. We, we all crave that kind of certainty. And that's why a lot of us fear coming out of our comfort zone, because we'd rather have that certainty. But not having certainty is like... Trying to stand up firmly on a foundation or a floor that's moving. I suppose it's like imagine being stood in an earthquake, in a light earthquake. You, you're trying to stand up. You're trying to be strong, but when you don't have certainty, you do feel like you're it's, losing. It's your one button. of the worst
3: things, and I'm, I'm sure you've you know I've, I've mentioned it in, in in our clinic many times, or I've said to someone, and I've tried to emphasise this point. And said, oh, by the way, I just want to tell you, the chair that you sat on right now, someone was sat on that last week and they were leaning back on it and they've actually broken one of the legs. So don't move too much because you might end up on the floor. Suddenly people start being more concerned about how they're seating as opposed to just getting on with what we're talking about. Yeah, and no. that's what that's what it's all about, exactly, isn't it?
2: Exactly, it is, and I think that so certainty has such a big impact on us because we want the certainty of an income that we won't branch out into going for another job, and then we might be in an unhappy relationship because it's kind of that saying that better the devil you know, you you know you might be in a relationship, and because you've got what a s-
3: bad saying that is? Let's be honest. I know,
2: isn't it? Who even
3: came up with that? I don't know,
2: but that certainty of, well, at least I know this person and at least I know where I'm at. That's but,
3: such a pessimistic statement, isn't it? Isn't it? So isn't it? it's like saying, well, okay, I'm with this person, they're really bad. In fact, they're that bad, they're the devil. All right. But <laughs>
2: no, the but world's full it. of
3: devils, so what's the point? Yeah. I mean, it's so pessimistic. But it
2: is, it is. And But, but the point being, Nick, is that a lot of us... i tolerant... you a lot today, aren't I? I'll tell you what I'll do. If you do, I'll <laughs> you
3: trample on your toe. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, and, uh, but yeah, no, so you've got like friendships even that we want certainty in our friendships and and I know that if ever you discover that a friend has been disloyal to you or even a partner I mean that's absolutely crushing
3: it's hard to come back from it really.
2: it really is but also then then you've got that uncertainty of well is it going to happen again and is it me and this is the point about certainty that we underestimate how it dictates a lot of what we do in life it dictates a lot about how we feel I mean and that's it
3: and some people who don't have certainty they can fall into depression
2: again that certainty or uncertainty rather also has an impact on anxiety and and anxiety disorders I mean think about every time you're about to embark on something new even if it's something really exciting so you've, you've applied for that job that you've always wanted You've got it, and then it's that first day. That uncertainty of what am I going to face? What are the people going to be like? Am I going to be able to do that job? And that's why I think that where anxiety disorders come in, their uncertainty plays a massive role. Let's look at a phobia, for example. You've got a phobia. Something's happened to create it, because we know no one's born with a phobia. So they've had some sort of a life event yeah. in which they felt uncertain. So if that was you're in an elevator and it stops... And it gets stuck for a short period.
3: And in that second, you think, I'm going to get stuck in here for good. But if I survive, what's caused this? And you blame the elevator. So now you've got phobia of elevators.
2: Absolutely. Or you get bitten by a dog when you're little. And you've got that uncertainty of, am I going to be hurt? Then so suddenly after that, whenever you sort of see a dog, you're uncertain. Am I going to get attacked? And this is why I think a lot of people that have got quite crippling anxiety disorders, sometimes eventually... Their world's become smaller because the only certainty they have of feeling okay or feeling safe is in their own four walls.
3: And the irony to this, though, is that one of our other six human needs is the need for uncertainty.
2: Yes, but that uncertainty is more with regards to because, variety. Isn't yeah, it?
3: but if you could control everything in your life and everything was how you expected it for every moment of the day, there comes a point where now it becomes absolutely boring.
2: Well, yes, but then, but that is the point when you've got a, some sort of a condition or you've got an anxiety disorder. That is that conflict that you've got because you want a little bit of uncertainty or variety in, in your life, but equally you want the certainty that you're going to be safe because of some perceived danger. So you, yeah. you keep yourself locked indoors and you don't go out. I mean, somebody who's had a, a trauma and then goes on to have PTSD, for example, I mean, a post-traumatic stress disorder, the repercussions of that are frequently based upon something happened. You didn't expect it. So it created a massive uncertainty. And so to avoid that ever happening again, and to gain some sort of certainty, you become scared of facing the world, you're scared of if it might happen again, so you won't go back into those environments, you don't want to be around people, you want to protect yourself at all costs. And then you've got like people that have got low self esteem. If you think about them, their uncertainty is whether they're good enough, and what people think of them as well. So Uncertainty plays such a vast role in a lot of our behaviours that are sort of negative behaviors They're behaviours that impact us in a in a negative way. Panic attacks is probably a big one as well. I mean, how many people do we know that they start to have panic attacks and then, because of the uncertainty of when a panic attack is going to come on again...
3: They become frightened of panic attacks more than they did the initial issue.
2: Exactly. Yeah. And so then when, by the time they're coming to speak to us or they're talking to us, they're saying to us, well you know my issue is actually panic attacks they've lost sight of the fact that no it's not your panic attack is a symptom there is a cause behind it something's happened in your life some sort of a trauma something where you felt uncertain whether you were safe or if you were okay and in that moment of of feeling upset distressed yeah you, you create panic or rather a panic attack is kind of your next level of anxiety isn't it it's kind of where it accelerates to such a you're absolutely right
3: and 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 so essentially people who have anxiety disorders look for more certainty than those that don't Mm -hmm. but equally we need to have uncertainty in our lives because that's where the best bits of life are because we, we you know certainty essentially is your comfort zone yeah whereas if you want to enhance your life you want the best possible life you've got to step outside of your comfort zone haven't you well
2: that's what we, we always say don't we that that's where the magic happens stepping that out of your totally comfort zone is where doing the magic... those things
3: and when people say to me yeah but i can't do that I can't do that nick and and i i, I always uh, i always say to them look at it this way if you want to be certain about something you can be certain that life is uncertain that's quite, that's
2: quite profound to speak Yeah, I know, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs>
3: For Yeah, but and people always go, what?
2: No, that's so true. Because you don't know what's around the corner. You don't know what, what's going to happen and what tomorrow might bring. And you just don't. So I suppose right now, uncertainty right now is probably more prevalent than it's ever, ever been, certainly in our lifetime. This
3: is the most uncertain time that we've ever experienced with COVID.
2: And and if you remember, because I, I vividly remember we were doing a live on our social media platform and then the Prime Minister announced that we were going to go into lockdown and suddenly everybody on our live group became so upset and so fearful and so nervous because... They were just being told they were going to go down into lockdown and they had that mass uncertainty of, well, what's going to happen? What's what going does happen?
3: that mean to me? Yeah, and, exactly. And,
2: and not only that, but what about my health? What about my life? What about my job? What about my income? And everybody kind of went into this little bit of panic. And that lasted for a little while. And I remember for two, three weeks, we were uh, helping people, giving them tips on, on how to feel better by making their own certainty. Have a, a plan for your day. Do your Mondays to Fridays, still getting up at the normal time, going to bed at normal time and, and make your weekends different and, and have some plans throughout your day, some things that you'd like to achieve, That certain things you'd like to perhaps watch on TV, podcasts you'd like to listen to, for example. So we were sort of saying, you know, have a routine to give you some certainty. And
3: that was the key, have a routine for certainty. But now how quickly it's changed and it just shows how as human beings that we adapt so quickly because we've gone from helping people get some certainty based upon being in lockdown to now giving people certainty on the fact that they're coming out and they don't know what to expect.
2: Well, this is it because, because
3: now they're quite comfortable in lockdown. Exactly.
2: So yeah. so suddenly they created this certainty of lockdown, and like you said, then what happened? We're coming out of as like lockdown. They say right now, you know, we're starting to res- those restrictions are starting to lift. What's that going to mean? How's What's that, that going to exactly? Me? So then it was like, well. Am I going to have a job to go back to? How do I integrate back into the world without that fear of still being able to catch it? How am I going to interact with other people without the fear of being able to catch it? And then so suddenly, there's again a mass of uncertainty
3: ultimately we, we find a way of course we, we find a way and and i think we look at and we forget because we we adapt and evolve that we forget to just take a moment to look back at our lives and see how far we've come and and with all of those situations we thought this is it i can't cope anymore we've had our heart broken and thought I can't get through this, I can't get over this, but we always do.
2: But that, And again, that's another point, because you've got some people... You're not leaving me, are you? No, oh, no, no, no don't worry. I know, up, then. No, all right, all right. I know you couldn't cope without me, so don't worry, no, don't worry about you are stuck with me for life, love it. Okay, yeah, I'm I'll afraid.
1: If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.
2: why not see this as an opportunity to now kind of think what do i really want yeah. out of life you know i if, totally agree if i had a magic wand yeah what what would that be because if you're going to be starting afresh in a new job or a new career then then why not make that now so that's 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 one thing and then again relationships so you're going to have some people who and and we've heard this ourselves because of lockdown because of being stuck in the house with with somebody who perhaps you know the it was a, a newish relationship and now having this concentrated time together has been not, not work for some people. For other people, it's, it's been the best thing. Better? And yeah. then for other people who have been in those relationships that are quite new and they've not seen each other for absolutely weeks, it's like, well, I've still got a relationship there waiting for me. Um, and then others who have said they've come out to see this person because they've missed each other. And, you know, and it's true, absence often does make your heart grow fonder. That suddenly they're back in that and getting a second opportunity of that kind of honeymoon period. Yeah. And then I think the biggest... Uh, is uncertainty about interacting with other people and, you know, going to the supermarket, going back into work. Am I going to be okay? But the truth is, you know, you've got the certainty that when it was deemed that it was not safe, you know, the Prime Minister made a massive step in in putting the country into lockdown. And and they will, obviously, we now know that that's something that they're prepared to do. So we've got that reassurance. What I think people should take away from this is the certainty... That when they are interacting with humans, what they've got the certainty of is that we're all united in this fact that none of us were immune to this situation. None of us were able to bypass it. So we have it's the first time that we've probably actually all, in, in many years, probably since the Second World War. All uncertain together. Where we were all uncertain together and just... For anybody who feels uncertain, I always think the best thing you can do, you know, when if you're stepping out into your comfort zone, if you're about to do something that you're fearful of, that you're nervous about, that you're unsure of, that you don't know what the outcome is might be, then what you can do to help yourself feel better about it is to actually rehearse it in your mind's eye first. It's the best. So before you do anything, before you start to venture out, before you go on that new date, before you go on that job interview, before you sort of go out into the world for the first time doing that new thing... Imagine yourself doing it, close your eyes, see yourself, imagine yourself doing it, imagine yourself doing it well, because that actually does act like a rehearsal. And the
3: great thing is your brain cannot tell the difference between something that you strongly imagine and something that actually happens.
2: So that's why that is so strong. But also, if we see ourselves doing this thing that we perceive currently as uncertain or uncomfortable, and whilst we're seeing it and seeing ourselves doing it, we sigh, that actually helps us to feel better, And it actually helps us to feel more calm about it when the time actually comes. And sighing is just such a simple technique, but a really good, deep, two or three sighs, those kind of sighs where you take the biggest breath and as you breathe out, you're letting your shoulders drop, you're sinking into your seat. Two or three of those big sighs, they really help. And the reason that they do help is that they help to release alpha waves in the brain. And what they actually do is help to to reassure and to calm you. You know, a simple technique, just a sighing, will help you to step into the unknown with more certainty and more calmness.
3: I know there was, uh, I can't remember who it was, but a philosopher who was known for for happiness, was always asked, why are you so happy? What's the secret of your success? And he said, well, because I don't mind what happens. Yeah. And that's quite a big statement. I don't mind what happens. So essentially, whatever it is, I'll just deal with it.
2: Uncertainty, actually, is like an anchor, isn't it, that holds us in place, that weighs us down. That worry of, what's that person going to say? What am I going to look like? Are people going to laugh at me? Am I going to be able to do that? You know, What's going to happen? Am I going to have a panic attack? Am I going to feel anxious? Yet, if we see uncertainty for what it is, and that is actually excitement, adventure, opportunity. Uh,
3: Someone I think of when I think about this is uh, Gerard Butler.
2: He's an actor, isn't he? Yeah, yeah he's yeah, an actor. So.
3: But, but I, I remember reading uh, an interview of his and he said, I don't know if you know, he was born in Scotland. He loved films. He, he actually saw himself being in films and wanted to be an actor. But then uh, he had this thought, he said that Scottish actors never really got any plays, as far as he was concerned. Sean Connery, that was it. So, Remember,
2: your mum fancied oh, John yeah. Connor, did
3: oh, Best James Bond. <laughs> best James Bond. But anyway, to please his family, he thought, well, I can't be an actor because, let's be honest, I'm in Scotland and all the films are made on the other side of the world, so it's not going to happen. So he actually went to uh, Glasgow University and studied law. And then he saw this film, he went to the uh, the Edinburgh Fringe, because we went there. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't, remember? no, no, not Fringe. Oh, no, sorry, right, I'm no. on the wrong thing. The I Edinburgh know. Film Festival. Oh, okay. And he saw Trainspotting. And the reason why that was important is because Ewan McGregor was the star of that film and he was Scottish as well. So but, yeah. it's not just Sean Connery yeah. And he thought, wow, perhaps my dream can still be alive. And so he was he got... like, yeah. And so he was like, well, okay, well, I need to do something now. So do I go back into law or I'll pursue my career? And he he moved to London uh, he got a few parts in some plays, and uh, uh but then he got his first lead role playing Phantom of the Opera in the film. But the point of this—oh, hallelujah—we're getting,
2: yeah, getting there. Yeah,
3: he went out of his comfort zone. And in all the times that I've ever done it in my life, it's always worked out. Yeah,
2: but that's it does do. because
3: you make it work out exactly. Don't
2: you? And this is where going back to people who fear uncertainty, and you quite rightly saying, look, you can be. Gain some certainty. You can gain certainty by knowing and being certain that you're going to face uncertainty. You can be certain that you've already survived your very worst day. So if you've survived your very worst day, you can absolutely get through it. And the thing is, you can be certain that you will make mistakes, but those mistakes are what make you grow. When a child is learning to walk and it falls down, you don't say, Oh, do you know what? You're not very good at that. Love, give it all. Yeah, just leave it. Yeah, Yeah. I won't bother. I won't bother with that kind of thing. It's not suiting you. It's just a learning, and that—that's the point, isn't it? There is no such thing as mistakes. These are our learning. We're all
3: learning. Okay, um, so let's talk about six human needs. We should talk, maybe talk about this again. I don't know, but whilst we've got certainty, we've got the paradox of uncertainty because yeah. we we're like we're like variety. Then yeah. we've got significance.
2: Yep. So, what? Why significance?
3: We like to feel special, and we like to feel important. In yeah, the world, I think I think obviously. that
2: everybody has to have a level of significance because it gives you a feeling of individuality, a feeling of being special so yeah one significance is another uh, one love and connection yeah because uh,
3: because we we like to belong we yeah. you know we like to belong we like to help other people we like to feel love and we like to and, give and love, love and
2: connection obviously is really good for you for your mental health as well because just, you know, that interaction that, you know, like we've already said, we sort of say it a lot, but I, I always feel it's just so important that we maximise on the tools that we've all got to make ourselves feel better. And that is by sharing friendship and having and hugging people and having opportunities to laugh.
3: Not up, not up. People for ages. Oh, we?
2: no, not properly. No, not since COVID and yeah.
3: things. And that's it's, really strange, it's isn't been it?
2: difficult. It is. It is because I think that hugging is just such a natural tonic, and it's a. It's just a real act of kindness.
3: Anyway, so so that's four, and then the fifth one is growth because. Yep. Uh, you know, we've got to grow and we've got to evolve because otherwise we get stale, don't we? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. And
3: the last one is contribution.
2: Yeah, the desire to give something to the world, to those around us. I mean, that that doesn't have to be anything massive either, does it? I mean, that contribution can be something huge like creating something or making something that people utilise, but that contribution can be caring for somebody else, making somebody else laugh, cooking dinner for somebody, being a friend for somebody.
3: I like the saying, and I don't know who said this, but a contribution is actually planting a tree knowing that you'll never be able to personally benefit from the shade. But nice. someone in the future will be able to I be. like that. I that is really
2: That's nice. nice, isn't it? If I was somebody right now who is frightened of venturing out into the world yeah. or taking that leap out of my comfort zone. What do I need to what do I need to be thinking? What do I need to be feeling to help me do that?
3: Do you know one of the, one of the key things and it's my favorite go-to, gratitude. I know. It's my favorite go-to because when we're afraid of the unknown, we become fixed on what we don't have.
2: Well, I think would be a really good idea. And I know we call it our wildest, don't we, but it's if everybody wrote a, just even on an index card or a small piece of paper the things that are wow about them and their life, their achievements. So, you know, the exams that you've passed, the driving test, the time you've made somebody smile, that meal that you made that was really lovely, that act of kindness, that sponsored walk, that aerobics class, anything, no matter how big or small, that gave you a sense of wow, a sense of achievement and just writing those down and realising that you're actually a pretty exceptional, unique person. Human being yeah. and a unique person, and therefore,
3: that's one thing you can be certain of. Absolutely, everyone on unique. the planet is entirely unique.
2: Yeah, and, and knowing again, you know that when you were little, you know you fell loads of times, but you just got back up, and now you're a proficient walker. That's the same with life. There are going to be times where you're going to might trip up, but those trip ups make you might us break stronger. Your top. Yeah, like me, or or you might have somebody run over it with a wheelie chair but it's okay, and it will get better. Even though it's throbbing and it's got its own heartbeat, but you know, we should we should never underestimate how amazing we are. We should never underestimate you've survived your worst day. You should never underestimate that no matter what happens in life, you're going to get through it. You're going to be okay. You already have. But you know, even if it's things like panic attacks, so you have a panic attack, but you've already had one of those, and you know that you got through it. And a lot of people speak to
3: have had. Hundreds, But they're okay. Yeah.
2: They're okay. Because whatever
3: happened, You you came out the other side.
2: So I think what we can conclude in saying is that we've all got the certainty that we're all pretty remarkable and we'll get through everything no matter what.
3: Make sure you're back here same time next week because you can be certain we'll be here. And in the meantime, make sure that you hit that subscribe button on your favourite podcast app. Do
2: leave us a rating and a review too, or find us on Facebook, The Speakman's Official, instagram at the speakman's or twitter the underscore speakman's is there something you want us to talk about next week perhaps you want to update us on the changes happening in your life we'd be really keen to hear from you don't forget to use that hashtag making the change so we just like to say a huge thank you to our lovely producer Anoushka Tate for Orion Publishing Limited and a huge thank you to you for listening
3: so until next time keep making the change
2: Bye. bye This podcast is not a substitute for medical or psychological intervention, nor is the content intended to replace therapy or medical help or advice.
3: We would therefore always strongly encourage you to speak with your doctor or a health professional about how you are feeling and also to inquire about counselling or therapy.